African savannah on safari, looking for... Mike, is that a lion stalking us? I think it's something much scarier. It's a search term report, and someone has keywords with 150% ACOS. Oh no, they never added any negative keywords. Oh, and it looks like all their bids are just $3. No bid optimization? We're in trouble. We need to do something about this giant ACOS, but I don't know if we can do it alone. Oh no, it's the Ad Badger. Should we run? No, no, no. The Ad Badger can save us. He'll rip that high ACOS to shreds with bid optimization and negative keywords. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Brett from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all of the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. Mike here, and as always, joined by my co-host, Brett. Brett, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome today, Mike. How's your day going? Busy times over here at AdBadger. Moving offices, making some hires. We're moving and grooving over here. And I've really looked forward to this podcasting time to be like a nice, really pleasant break from all the madness. There's always the podcast. Yep. We're going to have a dedicated podcasting room, a dedicated video room. Uh, we're going to be really be ramping up the content, huh? Ramping up the content. Haven't made a YouTube video in way too long. Super bummed out about that, but super excited to get the ball rolling on that. Again, more podcasts. Can't wait. Absolutely. So today we were going to talk about goal setting in PPC. And this is something that a lot of people struggle with uh, and just lack a lot of direction around. And that causes a lot of problems uh, inside of your Amazon advertising account. So we're going to talk all about PPC goal setting today. And let's just kick things off, Mike. Right. You know, so much of I've said this before, I'll say it again. I'm going to say it now. Uh, We often think that paid traffic, digital marketing is purely technical. There's no emotion involved. In actuality, there's loads of emotion involved, how people feel like their performance should be one way or the other or whatever it might be. And that that can potentially force them to make, you know, over-optimize an account because they're so frustrated with what it is and they make so many changes and they don't even know what's causing a change or anything like that. Um, So, Understanding some of these levels, I think, is always important to sort of approach it from the psychology point of view of how we actually think about campaigns. And one thing that surprisingly not a lot of people do when they're running PPC campaigns is actually have a well-defined, crystallized goal uh, to actually know where they're trying to get to, what the North Star actually is. And on Amazon, almost everybody has a North Star that involves one of my favorite acronyms, ACOS. 
ad cost of sales, also known as ad cost over sales, uh, which is how you eventually calculate it. So a lot of times people have an A cost target where they say, I need my A cost as low as possible. Uh, and then, then again, that's not really a well-defined goal. So then people can get frustrated when their A cost is maybe 10% because they feel like it should be 5%. And then maybe when it's 5%, they feel like it should be 4%. So actually having a tangible goal and, and knowing where you're going, and that's not just some number you arbitrarily saw on some blog post or whatever it might be, but actually going through the thought process, and that's what we're going to do today, actually walk through where our ACOS should be and what factors should go into picking an ACOS target and what that North Star is. Because a lot of times lower isn't always better. In fact, there's plenty of times where you could be making more profit with a higher ACOS if your account was twice the size or something like that. So there's a lot of things that go into it. And we're sort of going to tap into those today, walk through this decision process. Yep. Uh, and this is a super, super common misconception because I see it all the time. Uh, you know, people are just wanting the lowest ACoS possible. You know, I want a 5% ACoS or 10% ACoS. And uh, it's kind of just like an arbitrary number sort of. And uh, there's not really, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, there's not a lot of reason behind that decision making. So today we're going to outline uh, what exactly your goals should be based on where your company currently is. And then we'll elaborate from there. Can I share a really quick uh, story? Um, one time I was talking to someone, this was years ago. They're like, hey, you know, we sell on Amazon. We never paid much attention to it. Um, you know, we sort of just launched some sponsored products. We haven't paid too much attention to them. Um, I opened up the account. The account spends like $1,000 a month, except it spends $1,000 a month at like, I forget what the actual number was. I have some screenshots from way back when, but they spend like $1,000 a month at like 3% ACoS. It was unreal that they just sort of launched an auto and boom, right out of the gate, they're doing 3% ACoS. And, you know, all the factors of that were they were in a very you know, their product was in demand, but they had very, very little competition. This was years ago, so competition was lighter in general. So at thousand dollars at like three or four percent ACOS, you know, the recommended action that we ended up taking was, hey, wouldn't it be nicer if we spent, you know, ten thousand dollars a month at maybe an eight percent ACOS? You know, whatever the numbers were, it was like we can actually increase the ACOS if we are also able to increase the size of the campaigns. We'd actually be walking away with even more profit because their break-even, and we'll get into some of this terminology, but their break-even ACOS was like thirty percent. So they had so much room at which they were profitable. Um, so yeah, so just some just like a quick anecdote to talk about how lower is an always better. And, you know, it, it really, there really is a decision-making process and that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the first thing to identify is really uh, the type of business that you are focused on growing and, you know, what your objective is with your business itself before uh, setting objectives for your PPC campaigns. So, uh, you know, your PPC strategy really should match your long-term Amazon business strategy. So let's kind of outline that first. Um, you know, I think the first thing is if this is just, you know, side hustle or source, you know, side income and you're trying to make this, uh, 
you know, a passive sort of thing, then your PPC strategy in that case uh, may be more around profitability and consistent sales uh, and not necessarily scaling. Whereas maybe if you're trying to, uh, you know, you're a startup and you're trying to grow a real brand and expand your product line, then that would call for maybe more aggressive PPC launch strategies to solidify organic ranking. Um, you're also probably, you know, going to want to, uh, to maintain your ads and try to scale them as much as possible and, you know, increase your revenue for certain products that you already have launched. Whereas if you're an established brand and you're really looking to scale things, um, your PPC strategy is probably going to be much more aggressive from the get-go. Uh, it's going to be more focused around uh, again, driving consistent scale, uh, driving consistent sales while also looking for opportunities uh, to grow and launch additional campaigns. And then there are certain established companies who, uh, you know, have really sort of saturated their market and are kind of in profitability mode and are just trying to drive uh, the highest dollar profit amount possible. So uh, depending on where you are in your business and what your business is currently doing, that should really be shaping your PPC strategy. For sure. You know, I think that's great that you brought that up because really your goal is your choice. You know, it's based off whatever the business goals are. So if the business goal is to, you know, have very aggressive growth and you're going to want some very aggressive, you know, higher a cost targets because you're going to want to just amplify and get as many sales as you possibly can or maybe you know you have maybe one or two or, th or three asins or something like that and you, and you just sort of want it to be you know a nice little business that you're not going to be blowing the bank you know maybe you do want that thousand dollars at three percent a cost as opposed to you know ten thousand dollars at a five percent a cost you know something like that might not be as attractive because um, you'd want to keep your you might just want to keep your total overhead a little bit lower so it really is and, and that's really the first question to ask it's like where do you see it in a year you know are you trying to blow the doors off are you trying to double it are you trying to triple it uh you know do you have a monthly growth target a quarterly growth target um you know, where do you see profitability as part of, you know, your Amazon company, whether it be, you know, on Amazon, you have one goal and maybe off of Amazon on your Shopify store, you have another goal, whatever that might be. So really taking some time and actually thinking about how much do I want to spend? What do I want my targets to be on a three month timeline, six month, a year timeline? Uh, I think those are important considerations for people to take. Absolutely. And, you know, once you've taken that stuff into consideration and you've come up with a really good plan and you know what your target uh, should be, it's time to actually calculate your target ACOS. And this is something that a lot of people get confused with. Uh, people often uh, kind of leave a lot of parts of this out and then it throws off your calculations. And, uh, you know, maybe at the end of the month, you're looking at your books, trying to wonder <laughs> where some money uh, kind of went. So we want to talk about target ACOS calculation in this episode uh, and run through all of those variables. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is really interesting too, because sometimes people will talk to and, you know, their goal and and this is like a dangerous goal, but I think it's probably one of the most common ones where it's just like, make my account better. That's like, well, you know, make your account better. Well, you know, you can add a couple of negative keywords and it'll make it better. So knowing what the goal is and factoring all these things in is going to help us really define what that goal is. So thinking about your fees every time you get a sale, you know, specifically like an Amazon FBA fee, something to factor into. So we want to, what we're doing is really just identifying all of those costs. So first one, Amazon FBA fees, pretty straightforward, pretty 
self-explanatory. We all know what that is. Uh, but we've got a whole bunch of manufacturing costs. And you know this very well as a you know Amazon store owner yourself. You know about these very, very well. So walk us through a couple of the manufacturing and shipping things to consider. Sure. Uh, so a lot of times when people are calculating their target A costs and they hear that they need to add their manufacturing cost in, they just put like the... Uh, the unit price, uh, you know, divided by their MOQ and basically get, or, you know, how much they paid for inventory divided by their minimum order quantity. And that's how they get their manufacturing cost. But that's definitely not the way to go about it because you lose uh, and you miss out on a whole lot of other payments that are necessary to uh, to get your product into, into Amazon. So some of those manufacturing costs that you need to make sure you're including in your target A costs are the cost of samples, for example, uh, any sort of graphic design for your labels or your packaging. Uh, you need to include the cost of GS1 barcodes and the cost of the actual you know, FNSKUs that you're slapping onto your products. Um, you need to calculate packaging inserts, uh, and then of course the product itself. So how much you actually, uh, you know, paid, uh, your supplier for the units divided by the number of units. Uh, and then you also need to uh, add in inspections. If you're getting inspections done, uh, you definitely should be doing those by the way, if you're not, and that's just the manufacturing costs. So, so far we have the Amazon FBA fees. We have all of those manufacturing costs. And then on top of that, there are shipping costs. Uh, so that includes, um, you know, customs. You have to uh, you have to buy something called a bill of lading. Uh, so, you know, definitely calculate that in. Uh, if you're using a logistics company, uh, definitely calculate those payments in. And then there's two different types of shipping. There's shipping from... Uh, well, there's shipping from your supplier to the port, uh, and then there's shipping from the port to the actual fulfillment center that you're sending things in. So, um, you know, this, that second charge uh, is usually done through Amazon, uh, and they take that out of your seller account. But definitely make sure that you're accounting for that uh, whenever you're doing your bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I see that, you know, a lot. We'll, we'll ask people, you know, what is your total cost of goods? Uh, and that includes the manufacturing. And, and then you sort of tack on like fees, you know, Amazon FBA fees, shipping fees, and all those things. And then ultimately, you know, you're selling a product for $30 and you subtract FBA fees, manufacturing cost, shipping fees. And then you're left with sort of what I call, I, I sort of call this like pre-ads profitability. So essentially what that is, it's, that's how much profit you get from basically an organic sale. So with that in mind, your pre-ads profit, you know, let's say you're selling a $30 product and maybe your pre-ads profit is $30 or something like that. So we're sort of at a point now where we took our total sale price, we subtracted FBA fees, manufacturing costs, shipping fees, and we're left with like pre-ads profit from there, we can start to say, well, if I have $10 of profit at the end of you know, an organic sale, if I were to spend that on ads, now we're starting to get into that part of the equation too. So this is an extra cost when it comes to selling something compared to just a straight up organic sale. So with that $10 of sort of pre-ads profit in this theoretical example, we've got a couple things to think of when trying to maybe predict or, or, you know, hypothesize what our ad cost metrics to think about things that are going to influence how much of those $10 I'm going to actually end up spending. What are those things that are going to influence 
those, you know, how much of those ten dollars I'm going to spend on ads, Brett? Uh, yeah. So to calculate this, guys, or you know, just this is kind of a rough estimate or an expected a cost. But uh, I would definitely start off by giving yourself an expected conversion rate. So there are a few ways of doing this. Uh, you could use a product research tool and just go in on Amazon and kind of uh, analyze and try to come up with. Uh, you know, what a product's conversion rate will be on there. Or you can take the average conversion rate on uh, for Amazon PPC, which is 9.87%. But if you're super confident in your listing and it's going to convert, um, and maybe even if you, you know, if you uh, order a few samples even and you do that route and you... Uh, and, and you basically uh, kind of do test runs on Amazon, that'll give you a really good idea of what your expected conversion rate will be. Uh, so let's say, for example, uh, you come up with an expected conversion rate of uh, 10%. What that means is that out of every 10 people who come to your listing, one of them is going to convert. So you need to bring in 10 clicks for every single conversion. You can take that and multiply it by your expected CPC, your expected cost per click. And by multiplying those two together, you're going to get a good idea of how much it's going to cost you per conversion in terms of advertising dollars. So uh, let's say that you, uh, again, have a 10% conversion rate. That means you need 10 clicks. And let's say that your uh, expected cost per click, and you can see this uh, by going and creating a manual campaign and just loading in some keywords, it'll actually give you a suggested bid range. Uh, basically, that suggested bid range is based on uh, historical winning impressions. So you can take that number, let's assume it's 50%, or sorry, 50 cents, uh, and then you take 10 clicks that you need, multiply that by a 50 cent cost per click, and you can come out uh, with a good number and you know assume that you need to spend about $5 per conversion uh, on Amazon. And then once you have that $5 uh, cost per conversion, you can divide that by your sell price and boom, you have your expected ACoS. Yes. And then you could take it even a step further and start sort of pulling and pushing up and down on the levers. So you could come up with an expected ACoS if your conversion rate is 15%, or you can see what your expected ACoS would be if your conversion rate was maybe just 7%. And then you can start playing around with the cost per click too. So if you're able to you know, increase your conversion rate, you're able to afford a more expensive cost per click to still have the same uh, ACoS. So definitely go into a Google Sheet or an Excel spreadsheet, um, whatever your spreadsheet of choice is. Brett, what's your spreadsheet of choice, by the way, for all the people out there wondering? You're going you're gonna to gag. Numbers. Okay. Num numbers? <laughs> the default thing that comes with a Mac computer? Numbers. I think Whoa. I just got so used to it that I'm, uh, and now I'm too stubborn to change. That's right. That's what I love about you. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was... Uh, yeah, you can start playing around with those numbers. So actually write these things down in a spreadsheet, expected conversion rate, and then like, boom, actually drag those out. Like worst case scenario, 1%, 3%, 5%, 7%, 10 15% expected cost per click. Um, sort of map out some cost per clicks. What if for those conversion rates, your cost per click is 20 cents, then copy that. What is your What would be expected uh, CPC if it was like 40 cents, 60 cents, a dollar, and really play around with this and then just drop in your sale price, simple equation, uh, and then boom, you have your expected ACOSs across sort of 
all the different scenarios, similar to Dr. Strange looking into the future. I see all the realities. How many are you profitable? And then like, you'll actually be able to pinpoint all the situations that you'll actually need to, to fall into. I just saw Avengers, had to drop an Avengers reference. It was pretty good. We'll, uh, we'll hold the spoilers for now though. We'll hold the spo- I think you get a month. After a month, you can talk about spoilers. <laughs> Is that too short? Probably. I think, okay. I think people are still angry if you tell them like Snape dies in, in Harry Potter. Whoa. Okay. Spoiler. Cover your ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind, we have just gone through the gamut. We have your total revenue up top, subtracting FBA fees, all your manufacturing costs, all of your shipping fees. And then you were able to get into the sort of what would my expected A cost B if at a particular conversion rate and an expected cost per click. So we are pretty much right there. We factored in everything to now we can start actually picking A cost based goals. So when you first get started with a product, uh, and this is generally true, even if it's an established brand on Amazon, they're introducing a new product, or if it's just your very first product ever, you should have some kind of launch KPIs, some launch sort of key performance goals in order to really play the Amazon game right. You need to have some kind of launch strategy. And for most people, that typically means you have a high ACoS when you first launch. And the thing that I always try to tell people is you you do this for two reasons. One, because you're trying to bid aggressively, you're trying to get as much visibility, as many clicks and as many sales as possible. So you want to always try to appear in a top spot to just get as many clicks and as many sales as you possibly can. Um, So therefore you should be bidding aggressively to do that. And at the same time, it's, you know, the unfortunate truth is your conversion rate will probably be the lowest when that product first gets started. Um, Simply because, you know, all of the factors that influence the conversion rate, like star ratings, like how well optimized your product title is and your images and your description and answering questions, all these different things, they all get better over time. So, you know, as you launch your product title, you'll eventually optimize it over time and really have the right keywords in the right spot. And that's something that sort of gets optimized over time. You know, star ratings, those are something that gets, that grows over time. Those things influence your conversion rate and allow it to get better over time. So sort of two reasons why you want a higher ACoS when you first get started. Um, One, because you're actual product is younger. And two, because you want to jumpstart it. You want to jumpstart this process. So this is why a lot of people will, and I've seen it both ways. I've seen people that say they're launching, when they're launching a product, they shoot for 100% ACoS. And I've also seen people that say when I'm launching, I'm just going for a break-even ACoS. So 100% ACoS, pretty straightforward. That just means you're spending a dollar and then you're generating a dollar in revenue. So that's one over one. and I've also seen, you know, of course, the break-even ACoS. Brett, can you tell us a little bit about break-even ACoS? Uh, you know, why would someone, wa- I mean, maybe an even better question is, why would someone ever want that 100% ACoS or, or break-even ACoS if I spent all my pre-ads profit on those ads? You know, what's the thought process? You know, just generally speaking, you know, What's the thought process between picking between break-even or 100% ACoS when you're launching? 
Uh, so the most important two factors uh, in terms of organic ranking on Amazon are your pricing and your sales velocity, but sales velocity is definitely the most important one there. So uh, by running your PPC right at break even, that's basically maximum aggression mode without losing dollars to PPC. Uh, so you're maximizing sales velocity there, which is amazing for organic ranking. And organic ranking has tons of additional benefits. And keep in mind that generally maybe 30 or 40% of your Amazon business will be paid traffic. And the remaining 60 to 70% will be organic traffic. And when it comes to that organic traffic, you have your full profit margins in effect because you're not paying ads out of that. So by maximizing the PPC side of things, uh, the organic side of your business tends to really flourish and grow uh, to kind of scale with the PPC side of things. So you see uh, huge benefits uh, in organic ranking, uh, in review generation, um, you're also building brand recognition and brand equity. Uh, there's really just you know a whole lot of benefits to that strategy, and I usually recommend running your target ACOS right at your break-even profit margin, um, not even just at launch, but indefinitely sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's right. I, you know, we hope to have better insight into that in the future. Uh, one thing we're trying to do from a technical perspective is actually help tell that story. Like, hey, when your ACoS was higher, you actually ranked higher for these particular terms and it actually boosted your organic sales by a little bit. Um, so we're actually hoping to tell a better story with like with our tool. Uh, in, the, in the meanwhile, it's very difficult to do that, like actually prove the correlation. Um, um, well, there's, I mean, there's, I think that's, that's pretty universally accepted that there's a correlation between a higher ACoS generally leading to some boost in organic. We hope to quantify it in the future. future. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. There's, um, there's like overwhelming anecdotal evidence for that. Right. Uh, but then again, uh, there used to be overwhelming anecdotal evidence that the world was flat. So things can always change, you know, we're, that's why we have this podcast and we like to that's stay a, on top of things for you guys. That's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so in terms of like going aggressive when you first start, almost everyone, that's sort of a universally accepted uh, practice, going a little bit more, going, not just a little bit, going aggressive when you first launch, uh, potentially indefinitely. And again, it all relates to the type of business that we're trying to run. Um, what I can say is, you know, in terms of the 100% ACoS when you first start versus the break-even, most people will opt for the break-even as sort of being aggressive enough where, you know, at least you're not losing money on each sale. So just to recap, you know, if you take, you know, let's say your product is $30 and when you factor in your fees, your cost, your shipping fees, if you had $10 of profit left over, that's basically your pre-ads profit. So break-even ACoS basically says, if I were to spend all of my pre-ads profit on ads to get the paid traffic sale, what would my ACoS be? So then that's super sim simple example. If I were to spend my pre-ads profit of $10 to get a sale for $30, you know, ad cost over sales, 10 over 30, that would be a 33% break-even ACoS in that example. So that's break-even ACoS. That's sort of launch type strategy. Yep. And then in terms, so, you know, hopefully by now people have a good idea of where they should set their target ACoS or, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, our listeners can come up with at this point. Uh, but actually achieving those ACoS goals is an entirely different beast itself. <laughs> so I would definitely say, um, you know, if, 
you have a good target ACOS in mind uh, and you know where you want to go and it matches the direction uh, and it matches the strategy of your long-term uh, you know, Amazon business goals, then at that point, uh, that's where Amazon PPC best practices come in. That's This is when things like, uh, this is kind of where it all ties together, guys. So things like keyword graduation, bid optimization, negative keyword optimization, uh, you know, proper campaign structure, uh, all of these things really come in at this point and work harmoniously to try to achieve your target ACoS. Uh, and you want to expand a little bit on that, Mike? Yeah, I mean, there's so many factors that influence, you know, your ACoS from the paid side, you know, all those things that you just mentioned, as well as the organic factors that influence paid, you know, reviews, the more the better, having optimized titles to, to win the click and having, you know, descriptive bullet points to allow people to know what they're actually buying and have no doubts or qualms or questions about it, the pricing of it, the value that they feel like they're getting, how many answered questions, the traffic quality, which is more of a paid uh, element of, you know, are you showing up for a whole bunch of different funky search terms or are you like hyper targeted, you know, how well the images are optimized you know can people actually see the product when they zoom in and really see it are there any videos of the product and things like that so loads of factors that influence the conversion rate which then go in turn influences the acos yep uh, and, you know, one thing to be aware of is that this is completely dynamic, guys. Like, there's no, you know, set it and forget it mode in Amazon PPC because the environment is always changing. There's, you know, different times of year, uh, even different times of the week result in different metrics and different conversion rates in your account. And things have to be tailored at that point uh, if you want to stay on track for your target ACoS. So you really have to be consistent with this. And it's like going to the gym. You can't just, you know, go for two weeks and then be like, oh, I'll be set. Like you may be set for spring break, but after that, things are really going to go downhill. Brett, if you had a exercise diet plan that said two weeks to your spring break, break body. I think people would buy it. Two weeks, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, the other thing I would say is, you know, like seven years ago, Amazon pay traffic was so non-competitive. It was like a cakewalk to do anything. That's where you would see people like, hey, I launched a campaign. Don't even know what I'm doing. It's an auto campaign. I have 5,000 products in there. I'm spending $1,000 a month and it's like a 3% ACoS. I just like waltzed right into it, sort of Mr. Magoo style. I think those days are very much numbered um, in the sense of it is going to take more and more work to hit your goal. And if you know what your goal is, which was the point of this episode. And if you really quantify your goal, that it's not just make the ACoS better, make it bigger, make it lower, whatever it might be, being really quantified about it will help you optimize because then you'll know exactly where your search terms should be, where your keyword performance should be, where your ad group and your campaign performance, you'll know exactly what you need to do. So you can't get there unless you know where you're going. And that's what this episode was all about. Absolutely. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys, uh, you know, if you're having trouble calculating your target ACoS or uh, just, you know, if you need help with business strategy or anything like that, you can go ahead and just uh, leave a comment on, you know, this podcast post that we'll, uh, we'll post up on adbadger.com slash podcast. Uh, and we can go from there or you can hit us up inside of our Facebook group. Uh, we're always, you know, happy to help completely free uh, just in helping you kind of understand, you know, where your business direction is going and how PPC should kind of be configured to, uh, to reach those goals for you. That's right. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. Take care.